Hey guys, we're back. It's episode three of season two today, which is all about conflict resolution and helping you develop healthy communication strategies in your workplace. I'm Danielle and I'm your host and it's going to be a good day, guys. Okay, today we're talking all about how you can fight for clarity, especially in a confusing work environment. Let me just say this. Confusion breeds chaos, and confusion runs rampant when you have leaders who are poor communicators. I'm sure if you think about it long and hard, maybe even not so long and hard, you can think of somebody in your life, probably in your place of work, who is a terrible communicator. Unfortunately, poor communication that starts at the top usually produces confusing work cultures. And these can be some of the most frustrating environments to work in because there's a general lack of alignment felt across every level of the organization. In some cases, it may be so toxic that it might be time to leave. We'll talk about that more later. But for now, let's take a look at what to do if you have a poor communicator as a boss. There are a few things more frustrating than a confusing boss. It's important to remind yourself, though, that this is not your fault. If you work for a leader and you often find yourself scratching your head after conversations with them, wondering what exactly they were trying to say, don't blame yourself. We're so quick to question our own understanding and doubt our capability, but it's more than likely you've got a poor communicator as a boss. And if you're confused, others probably are, too. I once actually had a work colleague who was potentially up for a promotion, but she wasn't sure how this would impact her current role. There were some aspects of the job she didn't want to leave behind. So there were lots of details that needed to be sorted out of this if this transition was going to take place. She was going to be meeting with our boss to get the download on what had been decided. When she came out of the meeting with our boss, she came to see me and she had this confused look on her face and I asked her how did it go she just looked at me and said I think I'm moving teams but I'm not entirely sure having worked for the same person I knew how real this struggle was often I'd walk away from conversations and be so confused about my next steps and what was priority because everything felt like a priority The first year or so was really difficult, but then I started to pick up on some key strategies that helped me fight for clarity and get exactly what I needed when it came to working for this person. Guys, effective communication, it's like an art form. And when it comes to conflict resolution or addressing any kinds of change in the workplace, most people just fall short. First of all, hear this. If you find yourself in a similar situation, don't be afraid to push back. Ask them questions and let them know you don't understand. Hold them accountable by asking things like, help me understand blank. Or when you say X, I'm not sure what you mean. Or I'm having a hard time finding what the takeaway is for me coming out of this conversation. Easier said than done, right? Okay, let's unpack this simple and effective communication strategy that you can implement today to help you eliminate confusion at work. And it's an easy one, guys. It's asking better questions. That's right. 
like I said before, if you're confused, it's important that you speak up. I know this is difficult. For some, we think asking questions conveys we aren't equipped to do our job. For others, we feel like we're the problem and just supposed to know everything at all times. And then there's the age-old insecurity that puts us right back in middle school where we wonder deep down inside, is this a stupid question? I'm here to tell you it's not. Asking questions, it puts you in the driver's seat, elevates your authority, and invites others to raise the bar on their ability to communicate effectively. Here's how to ask thoughtful questions that produce the clarity you're after. First, repeat back what you think you heard. Sometimes clarity requires a little digging. If you've interpreted something one way but you're unsure if it's right, respond by repeating back what you think you heard and then asking, is this correct? It kind of eliminates the problem of assumption. So in this case, you're saying, this is what I think you said. Can you confirm that for me? Poor communicators typically use a lot of fluff words or unnecessary language to sugarcoat the truth or underemphasize the reality of what's being said, especially if it's a hard thing. We're all probably guilty of doing this because nobody wants to just say the hard thing. But the truth is, clear is kind. Getting to the point, being direct, and not dancing around the subject, this is how you cut the noise, eliminate confusion, and guide people directly where you need them to go. If you find yourself working for or with someone who struggles to speak clearly, this response tactic can help empower you to find clarity while also holding them accountable to refine the way they express themselves. In some cases, and I've actually seen this happen, when we work with someone long enough, we can pick up on their communication patterns and learn how to ask the right questions up front to avoid confusion altogether. And if they're attentive, they'll often pick up on what you need to know and then level up their communication approach. Remember that story about my friend moving teams? After a year of working with this leader, we were able to get in sync with our communication. I learned to ask better questions, to fight for clarity, and he learned to give me what I needed to succeed. We eventually got into a really healthy rhythm and learned when and how to support each other in our communication approach. Okay, the second way to ask better, more thoughtful questions is by asking for specifics. I've worked with a lot of people who speak in generalities. In fact, I find myself doing this often as well. I've found that most professionals fall into two categories. You've got uh, vision casting and broad thinkers in one, and then execution-oriented or tactical planners in another. In my experience, most of us fall into one of these categories naturally, even if we have to operate in the other category for our roles. When you're working with vision casters and broad thinkers, they often struggle to think through the tactical details necessary to execute on a plan because they're thinking at 100,000 feet versus 10,000 feet. Don't be afraid to ask for specifics when working with a leader or colleague who struggles to provide necessary details. In fact, consider taking notes and writing down your questions as they talk. This will allow you to maintain an engaged ear as you listen and come back to your questions at the end. This also allows for them to process out loud 
giving you the full picture and context before diving into your questions. Think through what you need to know to be prepared and set yourself up for success. This could be specifics related to timing, budget, tactics, personnel involvement, roles and responsibilities. Make sure to ask specific questions if you want specific answers. Too many people walk away from a meeting frustrated because they don't have clarity but have failed to ask the important questions. The answers are there. Sometimes you just have to work a little harder to get them. Lastly, the third way to ask better questions is to process then respond. If you're like me, you need a solid amount of time to process information before formulating a well thought out response. I've learned in many instances not to respond immediately because I typically have a lot of fresh perspective after I've given it time to, you know, simmer in my brain for a bit. When it comes to clear communication, it's always a good idea to think through your needs and then follow up with a thoughtful response. This response should do two things. It should summarize your understanding and identify the gaps. When you identify the gaps, you're going to want to call out specifics and list out the questions you need answered in order to fill those gaps. The reason this approach is so successful is because it's proactive, positive, and it gives you ownership. Instead of sending a complaint email, voicing your frustrations, or talking poorly about your boss behind their back about what a terrible communicator they are, this approach shows that you take your responsibility seriously and have identified the areas you need clarified in order to succeed with the task at hand. Learning how to communicate clearly and effectively is a long game, but I promise it's so worth it. Even when it feels sticky and frustrating and defeating at times, just remember, you can't control how others will respond, but you can control how you respond. And learning how to be a good communicator is going to impact you in every aspect of life, not just work. Another bonus is that learning healthy communication strategies will help you stand out among the ordinary in your places of work. And it gives you an advantage that has the power to catapult your career. I want to give you a few questions to consider this week as you think through what healthy communication looks like for you in your day to day. And if you're not currently working in a traditional setting, you can still apply these to any area of your life. Okay, so here are the questions. Who in my organization is difficult to communicate with and why? In what ways am I currently fighting for clarity with this person? What's one way I can push back on confusion and fight for clarity at work? That's it for episode three of our conflict resolution series. As always, I want you to be empowered to lead well, no matter what position you're in. Oh, and one last thing for this week. If today's episode, or any of them for that matter, have resonated with you, I'd like to extend an invitation to you to chat with me. That's right. If you've ever felt stuck in your career or think you might need help developing healthy communication strategies, I want to invite you to schedule a free clarity call with me. This is a 15-minute call, absolutely no pressure, 
no commitment. I promise this is not a pitch. <laughs> it's really just a chance for you to share what you're up against at work and we can tackle some of those issues together and maybe come up with a game plan to help you lead through it in confidence. I know we can't solve all the world's problems in 15 minutes, but sometimes we just need a listening ear that has um, an unbiased point of view. And if I can be that for you, I'd be happy to. You can actually sign up on my website at danielleemorgan.com and click 15 minute clarity call at the top right of your screen. I'll also include the link in the show notes. Until next time, lead well, my friends.